0: Welcome to the Wookiee Gunners Rebels Chat with your host, Jonah Marie, and the Ted to My Bill, my mom, Maria. Excellent! Excellent.
1: <laughs> Rebels Chat is a family friendly podcast where my daughter and I share impressions, reactions, and our favorite moments of the latest Star Wars Rebels
0: episode. In today's episode, we will be chatting about Legends of the LaSat, written by Matt McNovitz and directed by Sal Ruiz.
1: In Legends of the Lassad, the crew of the ghosts is surprised when the two refugees they agree to help are revealed to be surviving Lassad. Seb must come to terms with his past to help his people reach their new home. The, the, the moment I saw the feet, I was like, <laughs> the Lasat. <laughs> First, I, I thought it was sort of like a surprise that, yes, You need to understand something about me. I don't spoil myself. I don't even find out the titles of anything or anything that's coming. I don't pay attention to those things because sometimes they tell you what's going to come. So when Ezra started talking, I thought it was a surprise for somebody in the group, Hera or something, because last week we had uh, Sebin in danger. Right, right. You know, that so was sort of like a surprise thing for the 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 family. But don't
0: you remember in the last episode when we finished the recording? last No, I don't. I'm
1: telling you, I <laughs> don't pay attention to those things because oh, uh, I don't want to. I'm glad you don't pay attention to me. Mom. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> No, I know we had to do something with the lasad, but the way the whole episode started, I said, okay, this is a surprise or something. I didn't expect the whole thing to be right then and there. Right. So when I saw the feet, I was like, oh, <laughs> And there they are, the people of Zeb. And I really love that whole conceptual yeah. uh, the whole and concept the of uh, uh, of space and yeah. deep space, uncharted space. It reminded me a lot of Star Trek. Yes. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. Voyager. Yeah. yeah. When you went into all those, yeah. yeah.
0: That that was totally Star Trek for me. Where it was that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in part one, the ghost crew arrive at an outpost with Ezra leading the mission to rescue refugees before the Empire closes in. They're too late. They find stormtroopers guarding a cargo container. From it emerges two Lasat survivors. Zeb is shocked, and the crew spring into action to free them. As the commotion dies down, Honda Onaka appears, since he was the one to have informed Ezra about the two refugees, Gran and Chava the Wise. The team move out, and Chava informs them that they are heading to their new home called Lirasan, which was prophesied in ancient writings. Things get complicated on their way back to the Ghost. however, when Hondo leads the Imperials to the Rebels. The crew escape the firefight, board the Ghost, and leave the outpost just as Agent Kallus arrives in a Star Destroyer. With the crew gone, the Stormtroopers contact Kallus with Hondo as their prisoner, who has information that could lead them to the Rebels. Hondo! <laughs> Hondo. I remember when I first saw the clip for this episode... I did not expect that at all. <laughs> I had no idea that Hondo was going to appear so... so I mean, because Brothers of the Broken Horn, although it feels like it was ages ago, it was only a few episodes ago, at least in my mind. So it was cool that he was still fresh in our minds and... He just popped out of nowhere. A wild Hondo appears. <laughs> Hondo is awesome. He's so funny. He's hilarious. And I, I like that the episode starts off with it being a mission led by Ezra. Yes. So he's taking, again, he's taking initiative and taking part in this cause of saving people. Because that's their that's their secondary mission, to help people. I, I, I love when Hera says, Hondo is your contact. Well, in unfairness, he contacted me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a cool thing that I like that they kept in touch with each other and it makes me wonder how they how they even got the transmitter, transmitter. like they must have met at some point in between. Or Hondo send it by
1: courier or something, you Maybe, know. Maybe
0: but that seems kind of like
1: it, it, it was cool. It, he it, shipped it.
0: he FedExed it too. Yeah. <laughs> DHL. 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 <laughs> <World. laughs> yep. Yeah. So so that was neat. And I love that Chopper was involved I in it. Because yes. he's the one who would house it in his <clears throat> in his little compartment. And when he pulled it out it sort of looked like a cell phone. <laughs>
1: an old cell phone
0: yeah yeah so that was neat i know people were like well chopper can receive messages but you know the whole purpose was that there was a tracker inside uh, of a, it and that's yes. how honda would keep track of his friends yeah. <laughs> his quote-unquote friends, friends. <laughs> so it's like for special situations and I like that Harrow was very proud of Ezra in the fact that he was he taking did, Yeah, and, and the he lead. did something, uh, even though it was through the means <laughs> of Ando helping. <laughs> oh man. And and then the two Lasat survivors, you know, present themselves when they come out of the container. And I kind I love it's so weird, but I love the Chava's look with the big poofy Chava, hair. Chava looks like my grandmother. Oh, yeah, like a Valita
1: You know, yeah. sort
0: of like that short, big hair, big, <laughs> big poofy hair. <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool. And definitely the inspiration for that was the uh, Spirited Away and all these other uh, Miyazaki. Uh, movies that uh, they're just beautiful in animation so i can totally see them having taken inspiration from that and then gran he looked like he was older than zeb yes. didn't it cuz of he had like some yes he had he, like lighter purplish in yeah. his
1: beard he 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 wasn't of obsessed zeb's uh, age yeah. he was older yeah
0: he was definitely older and i really liked the fact that he was now like a pacifist, in yeah, a way. yeah, against violence, yeah, and,
1: and, and he he brings a very good point to Seb. He says, you know, we were warriors. What where did that get us? Yeah, you know? where did
0: they get? Where did uh, that get us? First, so it's a good point to make. Uh, sometimes violence isn't you know, the they, answer.
1: They, they, they ha- there always has to be a balance on everything. You you have opposite sides, but the middle is supposed to be where the balance resides extreme violent or extreme pacifism are not good Mm -mm. you have to know when to defend yourself and how to defend yourself because like in in, in those little shorts that that we see those little parts that we see of the in in the trailer at one point yoda says to ezra like the way in which you win is what matters, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and that is true. You have to have a balance. You have to know when to strike, when to hold back, and which which force to strike.
0: It's kind of like I don't know if a lot of you watch The Walking Dead, but Morgan is like an yes, extreme, extreme pacifist. pacifist, and it could get him killed. It could get others killed. Extreme, yeah. So and there were have been characters like that in the series where they were pacifists, and so I totally understand their their motivations. Yes, uh,
1: they, 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 ideal behind the the way they behave is is amazing but the truth is in in the world we live where we cannot be sure of who is next to us in front of us behind us we have to have that ability to take care of our loved one to take care of ourselves so like like i say it's a balance it is, when yeah. when to strike when not to strike
0: mhm and then there's Hondo uh, holding his <laughs> holding his money the entire time. He never, he never lets go, go of the money. Of the money, and each time, every time he he's confronted with something, he has to get some profit out of it. Oh, yep,
1: <laughs> has uh, to make
0: some money. <laughs> and I just I thought that was even though he was trying to get money out of every step he took, I I really like that he contacted Ezra in the first place. He didn't need to. He sold those two Lassad, and then that could have been the end of it. But he called Ezra, and he said, I know that these two look like the one that you have, Zeb. So I gave you the call, and for the heroes Just to come. come and save the day. And then I like that he said he had mentioned something about a fee, and he said, "Yes, perfect per- answer." Yeah, when 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 said you were not getting anything, is perfect answer. And I think I'm so proud of you and right now. now. I never had a student that would learn so quickly. Uh, He was perfect. Perfect. Every time he shows uh, up, (laughs) it's awesome. Uh, He's a
1: perfect pirate.
0: <laughs> and, and unfortunately, again, he turns them in for for more money. For the reward money, apparently. Yes. You know, because the rebels have a bounty on their heads. So they end up uh, leaving. They're, they're making their way out. But again, Hondo has this sense of, I should do something. It, to- it's like
1: those shorts and cartoons where you have the devil on one shoulder and the yes. angel on the other. <laughs> That's Hondo. He's a constant devil on one side and an angel on the other. Battling
0: all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, good, no good. Yes, good, no good. <laughs> I know. And then, yeah, and this time he he called, contacted them and he said, you know, there are stone troopers on your way. Yeah. And just like, how close? How close? <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a firefight. There's an awesome little moment between Kanan and Hera where they kind of stare at each other and they're like have no choice but to... Pull up their blasters and start shooting. shooting, and then there's a Hondo walking in the background, <laughs> and then he again he helps he helps them by closing <laughs> by the, doors, the doors, the blasters. The blaster.
1: But in the process, he Gets reveals captured. himself yeah. <laughs> as being, and he says he he said this may look very incriminating.
0: incriminating. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does, (laughs) does, (laughs) Honda. And I like the way that in the process of escaping, Ezra had given Sabine like a sort of a small nod. And there was a lot of nodding to each other yeah. in this episode. Because she, he he gives that nod to her, which she understands that she can move forward and shoot so that she could clear the path. Kanan gives him the nod later on when they're about to chant. And there was another nodding instance. And I'm just like, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they have come into their own.
1: They're they're more in tune with each other.
0: Exactly. And that was the whole you know purpose of season one. It was getting to know to each other. Them,
1: to get them together, get them to work. Like a well-oiled
0: machine, exactly. And then now they're doing good across the galaxy, and of course they're gonna hit some hurdles along no the way. way. <laughs> and then I love that Zeb was carrying Chava. I don't know if you noticed that, but like when they were running when into the ghost, it, yes, he, he had, had her on his side. They had to run. The woman doesn't run. <laughs> but I love she that, barely walks. I love that Zeb has a tendency to do that because he, to did, just that. Pick he did that. He did that to Kanan yeah. <laughs> in that one episode, he just picked them up and kept them. <laughs> The the one thing
1: that going a little bit back before yeah, yeah. they they start walking towards the ship the uh, the one thing that struck me is that he never told the others that he was a captain
0: oh yes he guard. never he never t- revealed like, the details he
1: he, he was sh- so ashamed of whatever took place of his idea that he didn't fulfill his job his as duties. honor guard, yeah. his duty, that
0: he never told them who he was. Yeah. That that was,
1: He uh, kept you know. it all a
0: secret. And it's, uh, you know, it's interesting because they, they all have secrets. I mean, yes. Kanan, Kanan hasn't revealed the fact that his real name is Caleb Doom. Mm-hmm. Hera ha- barely talks about her past. Sabine, same. Uh, the only one who we really know a lot about is Ezra. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's understandable because Hera and Kanan were involved in finding his parents, and Chopper is also a mystery. We don't know where yeah, where Chopper from, come so. from. Yeah, <laughs> but, who programmed him? Yeah, exactly. So I- I'm interested to find out more of the of the characters. Yeah, that we don't really know much about still. But Zab, really, you really came to understand him in this episode, and I know there are people who actually considered him to be his their least favorite character. Zab wasn't a favorite character of theirs. Oh, I've always loved I know I've Oh, I've always loved Zeb. I, I love I, I love the little things that make up Zeb. He gets angry very quickly. He loves bashing Stormtrooper heads. I love his ear movements. It reminds me of cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there are certain things about Zed that I really love, and that's how I've come to love the character. But there are obviously people who don't notice those subtleties, and they kind of push him off to the side. But this episode really changed their perspective on him, so they kind of understand him more, they can connect with him more. So I'm glad that episode helped in a way. Yes. So in part two, on the ghost, Chava is ready to begin the ritual that will reveal Lyra sans location. She sketches a few drawings on the floor and talks about how the Ashla, also known as the spirit of the galaxy, brought them together. The promise of Lyra san she says, will follow the fate of the three, the fool, the warrior, and the child. Zeb dismisses the ritual and walks off. Ezra follows and confronts him. Zeb shares his guilt about not being able to stop the Imperial takeover of Lasan. Ezra encourages him to help his people, and the two head back out just when Chava and Gron finish their chanting. Chopper reveals a map, and using Chava's staff and Zeb's bow rifle, the two locate Lyrasan san So, in the ghost, we see how Zeb is very skeptical. I don't know if it's
1: skepticism as much as it is... Him not accepting his own failure. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like because he's always kept that secret. In a way, when you do that, you don't absorb, you don't see the possibility. Yes. Of of what you did and what could happen. Mm -hmm. So, because of it, it's sort of like nothing else can be true. Because if anything else is true, then. You have to realize, okay, so I did something that I sh- shouldn't have done or I did something and I have to keep it. In- you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, I get he what has you. to come yeah. to that point. And, and I think this is his way of pushing yeah. out yeah, and yeah. not accepting. So he, he's like, yeah, rolling his eyes yeah, every time shabo yeah. talked, and, and, and like, I knew he was the child
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: when he was rolling the eyes. And when she said, I said, yeah. yeah, when
0: I, when I, actually the question I was going to ask you is which, when you had originally heard the prophecy, the the fool, the child and the, the warrior, who had you imagined for those the, three the roles? The fool, I immediately, Hondo. You immediately
1: thought Hondo. Hondo. Yeah, I, it was definitely yeah. Hondo, the selfish the The leader. <laughs> warrior, the warrior, I honestly thought that it could have been Ezra uh-huh. or Canaan. Mm. I didn't really thought of Zeb as the warrior because the moment she said she said about the fool the the, the warrior and the child because of the way that Seb was behaving and you Seb had to be the child yeah
0: yeah definitely and then going back a little bit before that there was uh the fact that Ezra is participating and and understanding and talking to Chava about the Ashla, yeah. know, the spirit of the galaxy. And then he comes to learn that there are different names for, for the force. For the force. And I like that it extends, and they even talked about it in Rebels Recon, where it's not exclusively for the Jedi and for the Sith. It's the force is something that everyone a lot of cultures recognize just in their own way. I like that Ezra. gets to see a side of that, and he's actually very supportive. And yeah, I love how sweet he, he's he was.
1: A, he's, he he was more uh, excited than Seb <laughs> than was.
0: <laughs> and I just, I, uh, I mean, again, I, I, just really love how. I I know we talk about this every other episode. I just really love how they write Ezra because you don't really expect that out of a sixteen-year-old. I, I I don't know. I I feel like I know a lot of sixteen-year-olds that would. They do have their. M- moments that, that the
1: thing is that we we don't we don't tend to look for the good all the time we <laughs> we, we tend to look for the bad that the bad that we expect right so so we know a, a teenager is supposed to be rebellious is supposed it's supposed to give stereotype. you a headache yeah, yeah. yes exactly yeah. so you go looking for those moments that are going to point out to that those right. ways mm-hmm. The moments that go away from that, you don't tend to, to see because you are not looking for them.
0: Right, yeah. But uh,
1: teenagers do have their moments. Yeah, and... And, and Seb, except,
0: sorry, Ezra. Ezra has been having a lot of moments yeah, lately, and I, and I like it. I really love that. Because I honestly don't know where people get this from, but a lot of people still consider him to be an annoying character. I'm like, I don't know what show you're watching. <laughs> But Ezra is not annoying, annoying in no. any way. I think you no. need to look up the word in the dictionary. And for a fact, his picture will not be beside that. I, 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 I
1: had two Ezras in, in, in my family. <laughs> I had two annoying children. Yes, children can be annoying, but they fulfill so many dreams and hopes expectations as a parent is this is incredible you you watch them grow you you see them go from one year to the next and it's amazing and this is Ezra Ezra is we we start seeing him as an as a late kid early teen now we, we see him growing from that early teenage into a more mature teenager right. And hopefully the show will get us to a point where he
0: goes beyond the teenage and maybe a young adult. Yeah, and I know I know there were some people saying that it feels like he's a fully fledged Jedi, and he's not. not. And no, especially by no means. Especially when you see it in the next for the next episode, that he's still very rough when his com- when he comes to his abilities, and there's still a lot that he doesn't know. So there's still a lot of growth that he needs to do. I just really like that the writers haven't kept him being the annoying and reluctant character that someone of his age would tend to be because they're in the process of growing. He is growing, but he's not exhibiting those qualities. And that's what I really like about it. So, and I it it just... (laughs) Like I told my friend Elisa, I know I, I, I shouldn't take it a heart. You know, people have their different tastes and whatnot. But it's just like, man, Ezra's so cool. <laughs> I, I want to be his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I love how Chopper called Chava weird. weird. <laughs> and then she said, I'm not
1: weird. <laughs> and, and I like the fact that Chava understood him. Yeah. Oh, right? that's right. She and, did. Like, she knew exactly what he was saying right from the board. Oh, my the, God. The back. I, didn't like, co- I didn't even consider yeah. that. Yeah. That's so cool. He probably didn't even expect it. it. That, yeah. <laughs> probably. And one thing that I wanted to say was when they were chanting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It gave me goosebumps. Yeah,
0: it was nice. I really it, liked that. It, yeah. The language. At first, I, I was like, ooh la la, that makes me laugh. The fact that you know there were syllables in there that were kind of funny. But I I really want to know learn, learn more about their language and whether what was the process behind that. Like, is it an actual language that they had created? Is it just a few sounds that they put slapped together for the? Uh, maybe there there was a meaning. Maybe it's a, it's like prayers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. it's so... a
1: prayer that you just keep keep repeating until you you get to that. Sane moment, you know mm-hmm. that's zen.
0: Yeah, so I, I really want to learn more about that. But yeah, the chanting itself, and I like how again Ezra per- participated yeah. in that, and he had no idea what he was saying, <laughs> but he was saying it regardless. And and then he sees Zeb walk off, and he he goes and he and he finds out. You know, yeah. you have two people here that are just like you. Why aren't you more happy about it? Actually, when he goes into the room. He's like pacing. He doesn't know what to do. But then he—he's you know, he, lost. He's, yeah, he's, he doesn't. He, he's
1: in that in that point where where he doesn't know what to do. Like, and I'm pretty sure he was thinking the same thing that Ezra told him. You know, these are my people. Why am I doing this? Why am I acting this right, way? You yeah, know?
0: like internal struggle.
1: But sometimes you need somebody else to tell you the obvious, yeah, yeah, for you to realize it. And this is what Ezra did at the moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, he told him the obvious. It's funny that you say that because there was someone that that said, "Oh, thanks for stating the obvious, Ezra." I'm like, well, he had to state the yeah. obvious because yeah. it was for Zeb's own benefit. It, 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 it does so happen that every now and then we
1: get into a funk, we get into a mood that. We know the answer, we know how to pursue, or how to go about things, but we are sort of like in a in a fog and, and it takes somebody else bringing the obvious, the obvious out, telling us exactly to our faces, looking us in our eyes and telling us this is how it is. For us to
0: go like, oh yeah, right, yeah, exactly, and Zeb needed that. Yeah, it was for Zeb's benefit, and obviously for the audience. You know, they're their kids watching the show, so they kind of need a reemphasis of what's happening. And uh, and I just I, when Zeb just started talking about his past, I was just like tearing up. I'm like, oh god, Seb, you're opening up, finally. And, you know, I, I, it's cool. I didn't even realize that there was a royal family.
1: And that uh, he was their protector. I mean, you I knew, know, he was
0: up at that level. Yeah, like, I, I, like all this time, you hear the words honor guard, honor guard, and I'm thinking oh, military. A, yeah. And that's what it was, but I didn't really think of it in terms of, like, secret service. Mm-hmm. You know, where mm-hmm. you're protecting a, someone of higher rank, higher position. Mm-hmm. So, That that was pretty cool to find out that aspect of his past. And
1: and, and in the way he, like, he thought he was the only one because after that bomb, he was the only one awake and everything was gone. Right. So to wake up to something like that. Oh, my God.
0: It reminded me a lot of Stargate Atlantis with Ronan Dex. Yeah. Who, his planet came under siege by some warring uh, race. And there were so many explosions and whatnot that he, when whatever happened, he was taken by the wraith. Mm-hmm. And when he went back to the planet, it was decimated. There was no one alive. So he was the only one of his people until later on he finds out there There's were more. more. And I'm like... There it is. That's what I wanted to remember. So I'm glad that you, we had talked about that. But yeah, and and then Ezra tells them, you know, okay, you can't do anything about that now. But there's something that you can do. You, you know, yeah, at this moment, at this
1: moment like, like the past is the past. You cannot change, change that. It. But right now, you have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Take it. And they go back.
0: Yeah, and they go back to. And then that's the awesome moment when Zev's bow rifle.
1: Oh my God! I didn't know that it could I open know. like that. I, and you saw the faces on the others Everyone. like, "What is going on? <laughs> we didn't know we had
0: that under our roof." That was so cool. I mean, I makes me wonder whether that was something that they had envisioned since the beginning. No, not only that. When his staff, he
1: starts doing that. I'm like. Oh man, that's technology. That they're, they're smart. Yeah, they're, they're not just lovers of war. Right. they they also
0: have technology. They, right. they are smart people. And I love that the technology is mixed with their mysticism. The system, with yes. their religion and their their culture. It, it has a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I really love that about the... That, that was so cool. <laughs> the cool part is yet to come. I know, right? <laughs> there are a lot of cool surprises yeah. in this episode. And I really like, a little bit before that actually, when he said that He was near down his luck and and whatnot, and Canaan was the one to find Find him. him. Because Kanan is the one who's been finding everybody. Yeah, so are, seriously. Sef, Sabine, Seb. Zeb and Ezra. He yeah. found Ezra when he was on the roof, at the top of the roof. So it's like, I, I really love that he's the, Hera's the one who recruited him and then he recruited other right. people. <laughs> and then in that exchange while they're out with everyone, I, I just really love this one line from Ezra where he, said, he tells Zeb, well, you're acting like a child right now. <laughs> no. I'm the child, <laughs> and you know technically, I wonder whether Agent Callis's bull rifle can do the same thing. Cause he, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but in season one, when he and Zeb faced off, yes, he is. He has the same weapon as Zeb. Because he took it as like some sort Souverne- of souvenir, souvenir, souvenir. Like, but p- uh, he probably doesn't even know that it does no, that. No, he probably doesn't. And I know, I think he's altered it a lot. So I don't know. It makes me wonder because technically, it could do the same yeah. thing. And God forbid, I, you know, I don't want the same thing to happen again. <laughs> In part three, the ghost crew set a course for the planet, but there's a problem. An imploded star cluster stands in their way. At that same moment, Callus arrives, since Hondo revealed that there was a tracker in the transmitter he gave to Ezra. Zeb, now playing all three parts, the child, the fool, and the warrior, accepts his role and activates his bow rifle again, sending bright yellow electricity all throughout the ship. The craft navigates forward into the anomaly. Callus opens fire, but the blasts stray away from the ghost. He orders a retreat, believing that the rebels are headed to their doom. The ghost's hyperdrive activates and takes them through the star cluster. When they arrive on the other side, Zeb sees Lirasan in the distance. Later on, after Zeb drops Chava and Gron off, he reveals that there are other Lasat there and that he'll show others the way home.
1: Before that, when they in the sham, when he uses the bow yeah. rifle to find out the the way to lasa oh, to yeah, larisan yeah. Lirasan. Lira-san. shaba ha, ha, has told him that at some point mm-hmm. he will become all three right he will be the child the fool and the warrior right so it, it it was nice to see how that came together
0: right right and i like that it kind of foreshadows an episode that's going to come i should also say spoiler i'll, I'll add the spoiler before <laughs> You'll probably forget this because you don't pay attention to me. No. No, because you spoiled. You spoiled. I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling. There's going to be an episode where Callis and Zeb will depend on each other for survival. <laughs> so that's pretty great. Wow. Big, right? Yeah, I already know the whole thing.
1: <laughs> this is because the child will save the warrior. Ah,
0: uh, see? But you don't know how. <laughs> I can't need to know how. Mayo forget it, please. You just admitted earlier that you don't pay attention to me. I try not to. <laughs> so yeah, but it kind of foreshadows the prophecy foreshadows yes, yeah, because yeah.
1: of all the the parts that need to take place right.
0: Once they arrive at that, you know, when they stop because this thing is in their way, I really love how Chopper comes into the cockpit panic panicking, oh, oh, panicking. <laughs> yeah, like what's
1: what's happening? what's happening what, what what's going on? and then just the, the star cluster itself that that was that cool. was that was beautiful. Cool. that was oh so nicely done, so nicely rendered,
0: oh my gosh. and i I love that it looks a lot like you remember Vincent van Gogh's Ghost. yes, starry Night, Night? yeah. Yeah, that looks so but weird. with
1: with uh, with the day like light right right instead of dark because van gogh's starry night is is sort of somewhat dark yeah it's if blue it's, with if if like it wasn't yellows. for the, the the little yellows representing the lights it, it would be very dark dark yeah yeah but this one was like the same concept but right. light.
0: Yeah, like hope in yes. the other side. And I, I really like that. Um, <laughs> we, we were curious about it on Twitter. And the question was brought up to Joel Aaron, who, who works on the show and works with the, the lighting and all these awesome effects and we asked him is this you know was the inspiration Starry Night by any chance and he said you know we just really wanted (laughs) (laughs) swirls." it's the best answer like sometimes you just want something swirly to look like it just because something swirl (laughs) that was great and then you know the music at this point so when when they come out of hyperspace and they're in front of this anomaly they're the music the violins you can hear the violins Starting. It's very not not scary but intense Ominous.
1: ominous. Yeah, yes. yeah. And
0: and you don't know what lies, what lies behind
1: is like it's perfect for the moment because you have no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I I really love that. And it kind of reminded me of Stargate, the last episode when they were stuck in that ship, ship and Sam wanted to learn how to play cello and she had all the time, time in, in the, the world, world to do it. To, so there was a nice like cello in space sort of moment and I, I they did the same thing here. I'm like this is beautiful. And it also reminded me of Battlestar Galactica because there are a lot of moments like that yeah. dramatic moments with strings in the background and then there were, okay so there was this moment I don't know whether you saw it because it was so brief but I was looking for it because uh, of course <laughs> <laughs> but it was Kanan and Hera yes. But... <laughs> yes you don't really know where I'm going with this it was Kanan and Hera and he puts his hand on her shoulder and he compliments her you know that was a great save and he kind of like Moves back, realizing what... What he has done. Right. And then she preoccupies herself with the controls in front of her. Uh Ma, there was something there. I swear there was. (laughs) I'm not reading into this. It was there plain as day. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Calm yourself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... Like, I I need confirmation. You know? Like, I I just want to know where this is headed.
1: (laughs) My child, this is heading... Wherever your imagination is going <laughs> to take it. Because it doesn't matter what happened. In your mind, it's going to end up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. They get married. They have yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Chava says, oh, you know, this is the, the maze from the prophecy. And Sam is like... like you uh, you prophecy types always pull something like this, so it makes me wonder whether he's encountered Chava before because he's Not like yet. I am familiar. I, I've heard of her before. Or yeah, something. but the, with the
1: voice he said it's sort of like uh, uh, she must have been some sort of counselor. Yeah, something. Like, I, w- I really want to know more about the the hierarchy in in in, in the society of the La de Assad. Assad. Yeah. because the the way it sounds is like they're warriors they have technology which means they have the capacity, capacity the intelligence for it but they're also mystic. Yeah. So it's sort of like a, 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 a very interesting uh, mix right. of warring and, and and mysticism uh, and in, technology. Especially
0: in, especially in science fiction, where, again, I, I have to turn to Stargate, but where you see one or one or the other. Yeah. You know, you have a very primitive race, or you have a species that's very warring, like the the Unas, mm-hmm. So you know you have you see one of the one of those in in instances like that, but in this it's, instance, in this instance, it's a mixture all, of all three. three are are mixing there. So I I would
1: really love to see w- what because we we got a little glimpse of the of, of this society type and the hierarchy in Sabine's in oh yeah the, the Sabine's the, episode the, the protector Ma- of yeah. John, yeah, but. In this one we know of the legend and whatever, but we really don't know. We just get this the little glimpses. Glimpse, so yeah. yeah. So I, I would love to see how, how that society works. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: So so yeah, I, I think she may have been part of the court or a counselor of some sort. Something.
0: Because he, he it sounds like especially in that line that he's encountered either yeah. her or prophecies. Yeah. Or just someone of that nature, and he's like, "I, I you guys always do this." And I'm like, like "Well, well, what's the first time you encounter someone like that?" Then yeah, and, and he's right. Yeah, they, they always have a
1: something, something that <laughs> like, they. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: I forgot. <laughs> There's also this. Yeah, and actually, her face when he says starts saying that her face is like, I feel like I got caught red-handed. <laughs> <And then laughs> And, you know, in that moment, also Callis arrives and and you can hear Hondo's voice in the background. And he admits that there was a transmitter in, the in there. And Chopper is so indignant. Like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I've been carrying this. And he just takes it and throws <laughs> it. And then Ezra steps on it. That was perfect. You know, they're, they're given their ultimatum and they, they're told you have a minute before we you turn yourselves in or we blast you out. So Chava tells Zeb this is the what's gonna happen and Zeb accepts it. And he tells Ezra to go get his bow rifle. And he goes and for he it. And he goes it and gets it. Yeah. No, no complaints. Questions, no whatever no. you need, buddy. And then yeah, he says you can you can, uh, you can do it, I believe in you. Yeah. Oh that was so beautiful. And even, even uh, but Kanan was the one like, what what are you thinking, came, buddy? Because <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. But I love that he called them buddy and Ezra also called them buddy. Oh, that was so beautiful. Such a family.
1: <laughs> but when when he takes that bow and he does that thing that he did and Hera, Hera, Hera like what are you what doing? What are you doing? Like this is my ship, man. <laughs> Don't this you know? <laughs> yeah. Like with that babies. And everybody sees what's happening and nobody can believe it. Yeah. Because the truth is as much as they knew Seb, nobody really knew Seb. Seb. Yeah. And and this is that moment, that revelation. And I want one of those. Me too. That was fancy. Because that was awesome. The way it just enveloped the whole ship and protected it. And
0: protected it from all the blasts. <sighs> and then and then, it protected it not only from the blast but from the gravitational pull. Yeah, of the and the crushing it. Because those two TIE, tie fighters the poor things oh man i felt sorry for them man i mean it was in an instant but uh, but still you can't help but feel sorry for them i i'm interested in how because later on we we hear Hera saying oh you know the ghost is familiar with the path here we can come back anytime but can they really come back because i feel like with this anomaly and the way you have to stop before you move forward, uh, because that, that's my impression, like there can't be anything in your path. So, would someone with a bull rifle have to be present for you to, for the ship to be protected? Maybe, but because they had, they had mentioned that
1: it was a maze. So, they has, they, there has to be a way to navigate through those anomalies. Right. And, and that's what I think Hera meant. Like, just because it went, through it, he was able to shatter, shatter uh, uh, across. Right, right. So, so there's a map of the entire sector. Right. Even though they didn't have to go piece by piece because of the way that the ghost is and technology is, it shattered the, the whole area. So, in there must be the the so-called maze. Right. Where to go? Now, the to me that the only reason. Seb had to do that with the with with the rifle is because in the moment they needed to get out. They they couldn't go and do the maze. They no. couldn't oh, because I see they mean. had callus in the back. Right. So they he had to do it the way his people right would have done it would have done it. Gotcha.
0: Okay, I can see that. Yeah. And, and when I saw that, I said, man, his people is cool. Yeah, his people are cool. And I love the fact that Canaan and Ezra put their hands on, on, on him. Zeb. Sort of like transmitting that force. Right, like channeling and, it and, yes. and like aiding him in some way. Yeah. I really love that because it really connects them. Because Zeb, from the very beginning, he's like all oh, that old religion, that Jedi. Yeah. He's always been that person it's to try. Right, to very not dry. take it seriously.
1: Very dry. Dry, very in the moment, very now real. No,
0: no, no imagination. Right. So it, it's cool to now see him accepting that, and now having Canaan and Ezra connect with him mm-hmm. in that way, in a way that he had doubted before. So yes. I thought that was super cool the way they did that. It goes to show that
1: different ways, different views can always get. To a
0: common point. Yes. Common ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then just when they go through. When they finally get through. The colors. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. And it kind of reminds me of that. Episode in season one where the Phantom leaves the ghost and they have no choice but to go through hyperspace without it. And uh, there's like a crazy color, Curse, technicolor yeah, thing, thing going happening. on. So it was kind of nice to see that again. And... I love, again, I have to compare it to Stargate because that bull rifle staff is kind of like their ZPM in Stargate. Yeah, that takes them (laughs) them farther out. (laughs) Um, I feel sorry for anyone who hasn't seen Stargate and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But a zero-point module device. (laughs) Or as the Canadians would say, ZPM. Yeah, (laughs) And, you know, they finally get to this... Safe haven, basically. Um, and a lot of people were like, I saw this in a few. Few people say that why didn't they use why don't the rebels use this as a base? And I thought, oh, that would be cool, but it's it's too far out for their activities, and it's also. Risky, because you can lead the empire to the the original planet where they're from. And, and this
1: is the one thing that they're trying to avoid. Is, exactly. Is putting people in danger. They want to rescue people. They don't want to put people in, in danger. danger.
0: So I don't think they would welcome the rebels. That, I mean, maybe they would for like safekeeping purposes but not to foster any military plans and strategies there but it is cool i I really love the fact that we went to wild space it's a space that hasn't been chartered that hasn't been explored and there's so many unlimited possibilities out there so i i I really love that they went far out and that this planet was actually gone where no man man has has gone gone before (laughs) And I really love the fact that uh, this planet was where they originated from. This is their first No, home. That that was surprising to yeah. me. Yeah. Because it's so Seb, is Seb yeah. going to
1: stay behind? Yeah. You know, they're going to stay alone. And then when Seb came back and Sabine is making her comment and Seb goes, they're not they're alone. Not alone. Whoa, this is yeah. the original planet. This is where they come
0: from. And that was a cool plot twist in my opinion. That was that was a cool cool thing to do. Do you think Zeb would have stayed? If given the opportunity, no, I don't think so. This is kind of like what I had mentioned with Ezra. If his parents had been alive, do you think he would have stayed with them? No, yeah, no. Just like I, 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 I knew
1: Ezra would not stay. Right. I, I knew Seb wasn't going to stay mm-hmm. because for the reason that that he said now his job and this is his way of protecting of being the owner guard yeah. or doing his duty. Duty again. His yeah. job now is to lead other lasat
0: to that right. safe haven, mm-hmm. to that place. Mm-hmm. That's his, like his mission now, uh, his secondary yeah. mission yeah. at least. And I love that Chopper had moved Zeb's stuff out of the room. <laughs> 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 like Chopper, did, it makes me wonder whether <laughs> Chopper has
1: possessions. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, Hera, you're going to have to put Zeb's stuff
0: back. <laughs> I mean, this whole episode—it was just—it was amazing from start to end, and it was the—the the story was beautiful. I nothing felt rushed. Everything felt like I learned Zeb so much in those twenty twenty-two minutes. But what happened to Hondo? <laughs> hey,
1: yeah, because remember, Ezra told him we owe you one, oh, and then uh, K- Kana Kana said, said, "No, no we, we don't." don't. <laughs> But they, making, do, so I, I guess they do so now. That if Hondo is
0: in trouble, in trouble, captive. But do you think the whole him leading to and keeping a tracker in their transmitter? Do you think that sort of altered their relationship in a way? Or I mean, I guess they must have. Expected I don't think so it. because this is Hondo. They know what <laughs> he's a pirate. He's a pirate. They <laughs> they know. They know. Yeah,
1: and, and just like Ezra. Was quick to say you're not getting paid, yes. even even though he knew Hondo had an expectation of getting paid. Right. The same way it goes that like there's there's an expectation that okay, you know what, you done something for us, we owe you will get you out. Right, you know? right.
0: So I, I hope we see him again. I, he probably slithered his way out. Yeah, <laughs> probably made a deal or something. <laughs> yeah. With that stormtrooper that like, he wanted to know yeah. his name. name. Yeah. <laughs> he probably might have struck a deal with that guy questions. Uh, we have Johnny Grasso who said, "Hello, podcast queen and podcast princess." <laughs> uh, real quick, easy question tonight: Was Zeb using the Force with his weapon in the last episode? Kanan mentioned the Force has many names, and the way the weapon guided the ghost seemed very spiritual. So, is Zeb, or at least his weapon, considered Force sensitive? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think they're. I think they're very in tune with yeah, the and, Force, and this is. But they can't use it in the same way that the no, Jedi but can. but
1: um. Th- this is the the reason that the that I I was bringing up, trying to bring up that their their culture is it has this balance of everything. You know, and mysticism being one of them, and let's let's face it, the force is, is a mystic thing. It's something that it's a religion, yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's you know. So I don't doubt that it is. It, it connects to the force. It is technology, mm-hmm. and just like a lightsaber is technology, but it it drives the 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 force around it, and yeah, it. it I don't doubt that it it has.
0: Yeah, I I he, there's definitely some qualities yeah. in there. And I and again, I really liked how that made the connection between him, Kanan and Ezra stronger. Yes. And then Matt asked if you could choose the subject of a Rebels episode, what would it be about? I'd like one that shows Hera training her pilots. That was cool. That's That's a, I I, that I love that concept. Yeah. I, cause <laughs> it, it, he and then Matt had mentioned uh, later on uh, that he would like to know the pilots more, and that way you you actually feel for them when they mm-hmm. when they actually do die in in battle.
1: That I, I like that idea. I would like to see more of the Salle, Like I said, the culture. I would yeah. like to see something with the new planet.
0: I'd love to know more about Commander Sato. Star Wars doesn't really do flashbacks, but if if they if they did ever like experiment with that, it'd be cool to see a young Commander S-Sato. Sato in a very like The Walking Dead sort of way, where it's flashbacks to a point in time mm-hmm. that informs what he does it's in the future, the future. or yeah. in the present. So I, I'd love that. That'd be cool, and it'd be nice to see more of Sato. To be honest. <laughs> Saaf asked, "Do you think Zeb will end up with the other lassat when rebels ends?" I think that's a possibility really? for sure. Yes. and I think they, I think they kind of sort of hinted it, not I mean, not like a confirmation or anything, but in Rebels Recon, it was a possibility that he could end up being uh, that, that, that's where he could end up in the future, and that's where he would end up being happy. So, uh, I definitely would would love that as an ending to him. Because yeah. I, I do not want him to fall in battle. I do not. <laughs> so, do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, yeah? You, you always go back home. Yeah, you do. You always go back home. Yeah, when you don't have money, you always go back, back home. home. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the case for me. <laughs> no, and and,
1: and and even when when you have money, there, there comes a point where you actually crave that home feeling
0: yeah 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 homemade food homemade just talking to people that are like you yeah yeah there's always that sense of solidarity that people are looking for and elisa asked do you think we'll see other lasat at some point in the series or do you think the storyline won't be visited again I really hope we see more well, Lasat, especially like Gran, the Lasat that was assisting Chava. I would it would have been cool if he was actually a a, a lady Lasat. It would have been cool to have seen even though we saw Chava, she was very old and very small and tiny. So I would have liked to have seen a a, a, woman, a woman a mature, uh, a mature, woman, mature woman. woman. Yeah, and Zeb's age. So that would have been cool. And then you know, a little little romance there. <laughs> You and you chipping. <laughs> I, don't, I need chipping in my life. <laughs> but what what were you going to say?
1: Nah, no, I, I I think it is it, a possibility. I don't think the story is closed. He he does says, you know, it it is my job now to bring others. So that's a little opening there for the possibility of other lads coming into play.
0: Right, right. And then Andy asks, do you think Zeb's motivation for fighting the Empire may have changed now that he knows he's not the last of his kind? I think so. Uh, yes. This definitely motivates yes. him and puts him in a different state of mind.
1: Before, he was the only one. He had nothing to lose. And it was a burden
0: on his shoulders. Yes. and yeah. And it was like he felt like the Avenger. Yeah. You yeah. know? That was the only thing he was. Now now he has hope. He has something now he to fight knows for. His people are yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that he didn't have anything to fight for before, but now he has a sense of purpose. Yes, which obviously is very important to him. Yeah, and his people, I, I would imagine. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a nice thing for, for Zeb to wake up to in the morning and, and feel proud about and go on out there. We, and, we, we always need a purpose. Yeah. We always
1: need, need, need a reason to, to do things. To, and that's when people get into trouble when they don't feel they have that purpose. Right, anymore. So it's nice seeing Zeb back there.
0: Yeah. And uh, Sal asked, the warrior, the fool and the child. If every character is one of the three, who is which? <laughs> this is an awesome question. So uh Ezra's <laughs> as was the well the child. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: That's but, just the um if we're gonna go by the la way meaning by by, right. by, by Sha, sha shaba? shaba? Shaba. You see, I'm very bad with names. <laughs> by Shaba's way, then the the child is Zeb. Zeb.
0: Well, do you think he's now the child? That was the child. No, now 24. he's all three. Now he's all three. Now he's yeah. become
1: what he's supposed to be. Right. So Kanan, Kanan's the fool. Yes. Uh, yeah. I actually thought at at one point
0: maybe he he's the fool. Yeah. I think I, I thought he was the fool. Sorry, Sal. But Kanan's the fool. But in, in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. In like
1: not, not in a. She she's. She sort of like in- hinted that each one is important in its own, own way, way,
0: yeah. yeah and yeah.
1: each one has a purpose. So yeah, and in, in that case, if if Canaan is the fool, then I would say Ezra is the warrior.
0: Really, I would say Ezra is the fool as well. No, I I would think.
1: Ezra is the warrior.
0: Okay. Well, the way she had described it, she described it as bloodthirsty. I'm like, that's not Ezra. At least not right now. <laughs> oh, then so Chopper is the the warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chopper. It's funny because it, I had mentioned that in an article. as Chopper's the warrior. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> he's the warrior. Then Ezra is the child, <laughs> and Kanan is the fool. I would say as I I would say Hera's the the the, the warrior as well. I feel like she's very determined and very not bloodthirsty, but But she perseveres. Yeah, and then Sabine. Sabine can be a warrior warrior too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Uh I can see that. Ahsoka, what would Ahsoka be? The warrior, (laughs) definitely the warrior. So so is uh, Rex, (laughs) for sure. There's there's a lot of warriors. in Yeah, yes, there are. Except for poor Kanan, who's the fool. But
1: it, it, it's in a good way. Yeah, it's in a good way. It, 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 you need you need the fool. Yeah, yeah. It balances you out. It brings you to reality.
0: And and then finally, Patty asked, uh, "What did you both think about the prophecy and how it was interpreted?" So I thought the pro- I thought the inclusion of a prophecy was pretty cool because we've dealt with prophecies before mm-hmm. in Star Wars. So it uh, it was nice to have a prophecy that was from a different culture that had a foundation in the Force, but not the Force that you would expect. Not the Skywalkers. Not the,
1: <laughs>
0: no. Not the Skywalkers. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like some sort of... And, and I like that it, was a, it wasn't like a self-fulfilling sort of prophecy where some, something bad happens and you end up committing that bad and that's how the, the prophecy comes to pass. I, I just like that it was a, a simple prophecy that would lead them to their new home. Personally, that's how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it is. It, yeah, it was a different. It was a refreshing perspective on the on prophecy. Yeah, usually prophecies, prophecies. are like very dooming, like yeah.
1: Harry Potter. <laughs> exactly. You know, like
0: that's one heck of a, a prophecy, prophecy.
1: <laughs> and but this one was very, and it was. Put in a way that even though Seb was the center, it could have been another Lassad.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? But I do like the fact that because this prophecy came to them through the Ashla, this prophecy for however long it's been around, that fact that hondo was going to play a role yes and that's why i say he's the fool yeah no no yeah he is but i just like that when that prophecy was made that he was going to ultimately going to play a role in it and that this prophecy was sort of predicting that these characters would play a role so ezra was going to be involved that canaan was going to be involved so it's cool to think about it that way yes Oh, and one other random thought that just came to my mind. I really like that the Lasat come from wild space. That's cool. Because now it makes (laughs) you wonder what else is out there. Like, what other cool species are waiting for us out there? I need a series or something that... Just, you know, Star Trek Voyager, like... (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars. Star Wars. (laughs) A Star Wars Voyager. (laughs) And thank you all again for your questions. It's a lot of fun answering them. And knowing that you all enjoy the show, that's always a real treat. Especially, I, I found out earlier that uh, the little there's little girls listening to us. And that, that makes me so happy. I'm like, sure there's uh, little boys as well. As uh, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. We're molding next generation. <laughs> that's so dangerous. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was so cool. So if you're listening... Uh, Hey, how Hi. are you doing? <laughs> I hope you like the show today. <laughs> so that's that for today's episode. So stay tuned for our next Rebels Chat when we'll discuss the episode, The Call. And I, I have in parentheses sing because I had to remind myself to sing Backstreet Boys because there's a song called The Call. So Ma, I want you to start singing with me. You don't remember no. this? <laughs> no, You are the... Dead dead. Let me tell you the story about the call that changed my destiny. Okay. <laughs> me and my boys went out just to end up in misery. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, make sure to rate and comment on iTunes. Visit com and follow Rebels Chat on Twitter. And may the force be with you. Always.